soulless. Mm-hmm. Brooke usually says emotionally constipated. Oh, <laughs> well, I know what emotional constipation's like. I'm pretty sure she... I think she means it in a nice way. Okay. <laughs> when I describe somebody who has exited my life as emotionally constipated, I don't mean that in a nice way. Oh, I think she does, maybe. Well, yeah, because it's fun for you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Although I've never known constipation to really be fun for anybody. Absolutely not. <laughs> nope, I'm going to go a hard pass on that. All right. Well, you're welcome for that lovely introduction. I recorded the whole thing. Of course you did. I, I honestly assume that anytime I'm in the office next to a microphone... You think I'm recording? You're recording everything. I assume so, this is like Nixon. I mean, what's funny is some of the stuff that comes out of your mouth after having said that statement, some of the stuff I've... Filthy. Not even that. It's like... Wh- Stupid? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm just like... If I ever wanted to just ruin your life. Blackmail worthy. (laughs) Valid. Yeah. So, welcome to the Bite Me podcast, episode 151. We talk about video games and the goings-ons therein of that world. (laughs) Yes. Welcome. My name is Adam West. I'm Cliff Johnson. Dylan is not here for the start, but I have a feeling he's going to make an entrance at some point during our show. I'm Dylan. No. Nope. Mm. Um, But, I mean... Who knows? Do you think he'll make a grand ex- entrance? Like it'll be like Kramer? A grand exit after not being here at all? <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, uh, yeah no. I, yes, probably. Yeah. Knowing how he uh, operates, I'm sure he's just going to... Also, your door weighs like 200 pounds, so... Yeah, he can't do anything but make mm-hmm. a grand entrance. It's a workout getting in my studio. Um. So, all right. So what do we have this week? We have a bunch of stuff and things to talk about. So let me pull up our notes. This is me filling time. All right. Uh, if you were playing season 10 of Fortnite, well, you noticed... A really weird thing happened. Everything exploded into a black hole and everything was gone. For a while. Yeah. And people were freaking out. People were texting me, oh, some, you can't log into Fortnite. I'm like, nobody can log into Fortnite. Like, in, there, there's a reason for that. In radio, that's called stunting. It is called stunting. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, thank Very you. Very good. Um, so, yeah. So, we'll talk a little bit about that. Google Stadia has a release date and a bunch of games have been announced for it and confirmed. So, we will talk about that. Blizzard officially responds to last week's Hong Kong debacle, which is absolutely the perfect word for it. It is a debacle. Absolutely. The original Half-Life just got a patch. Whoopdee. Uh, Saints Row 2 might be getting one as well soon, so we'll talk about that. And you thought Game Pass had a lot of games. The Internet Archive is a real thing, and there's a lot going on in there. Uh, so we'll have some info there. And Minecraft, the exhibition at Seattle's Mopop, and maybe a city near you, is uh, it's here? Or did you get like a press? Yeah, I got. I, yeah, I got a press access to it. Oh, okay, cool. So we'll talk Apparently about. Apparently, I'm press. Mm, hmm. Clearly, plus questions and some cheap free games this week. Lots of stuff going on in the humble bundle as well as the Epic Game Store. So we'll get all to that very, very shortly. But first, we'll start with what we're playing. Cliff, you finished a game. I did. I beat Gears Five. How was that? It is, for the most part, very good. Um, I've never played a Gears game before, really. Um, I played like the first two hours of Gears. Oh, hey, we're, nope, nope, we're 30 seconds in, no, three minutes in, and uh, I got a phone call and they hung up. Your new ringer is awful. I love it. I, it gets your attention, doesn't it? It literally 
like drills through my ear directly into my skull. It's terrible. I'm glad to be here for you. Anyway, I played like the first two hours of Gears 1 like six times because I'd constantly go like, I want to play Gears 1 and we're going to play it co-op, me and you, whoever's sitting next to me. And we play the first two hours and I go like, sweet, we should do that again. And then we never did. Never do it. And then like eight months later, I'm like, we're going to play Gears 1 co-op, you sitting right there. We play the first two hours. <laughs> nope. Anyway, it kept happening. Um, I did not make the mistake of trying to play Gears 5 co-op. Instead, I played it all by myself. Um, How difficult is it to do by yourself? Because I know co-op's like, it's, co-op's one of their, what they're kind of known for, too. I I don't know if that game has a difficulty setting. If it okay. did, I set it to easy. Um, the And I died very, very seldomly. Okay. So it was not super difficult. Um, there are a couple boss battles that aren't hard. They just take a long time, which would probably be one of my kind of criticisms. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a couple. Oh, my God. It's Dylan. Not making a grand entrance. We all had like money on the line that you were going to make a grand entrance. You just lost me a lot of money. Dylan is wearing a button. I haven't eaten since this morning, and I had a single Pop-Tart. Dylan's uh, wearing a button that says, kindness begins with him. I mean me, but that's implied. Anyway, yeah, there's a bunch of big bosses in Gears 5 that kind of suck. Um, and one of them you have to fight twice, which makes it suck worse. Well, that's Devil May Cry kind of thing. Yeah, and it was fine. Um, the normal trope, though, of bosses? That there's a boss that you're going to fight twice? I guess. Um, but, like, you fight them in back-to-back levels, too, which kind of is lame. Um, but whatever, it's fine. Um a couple things I would say about the game as a whole is the shooting is fantastic. The, this is the first Gears that has some kind of open world stuff where you get on this dope, like, ski skiff thing that has a giant parachute that you, like, trek around in in the snow and the sand. Um and it's, it's really cool, but the open world part kind of sucks. It's a lot of kind of Assassin's Creed-y, like, go to all these little, you know. Assassin's Creed was great. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying that's not what I want in my Gears games. There's a lot of, like, take this skiff and drive over here. Um, kind of Red Dead Redemption exposition parts. So it's like, take this skiff and drive over here so we can talk about the story. And I just don't dig it very much. And they also do a really bad job of explaining why you would want to do any of the side missions. So in all these open worlds, there's a bunch of side missions you can do. And I'm like, I don't have to do them. So I'm not going to because I don't care. And then you find out eventually that if you do the side missions, you get upgrades to the robot that hangs out with you. And it's the only way to get the final upgrade for a lot of the robot bits. And you don't need them, but they're kind of fun. And so I wish the game had been better at telling me why I should go do those things as opposed to just like, you should go do those because they're here. Hmm. Um, And I I don't want to spoil anything, but at the end, there is that super tropey... one of these people must die and you have to choose which one and it seems incredibly out of left field like the game has not had like a choice mechanism the entire game and it literally you like slowly draw out your sword and go to throw it at whatever and I'm going to make sure to mark this by the way for like super spoilery it's I'm not going to say anything past that right. it just it's 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 dumb, and everyone I've talked to about it has also said it's dumb, and it makes me ask a lot of questions about how they're going to continue the story of Gear Six because it's important, and it just felt very much like whoever was writing was like, we need to make people sad. How can we make people sad? I know what we'll do. We'll do that. It, I don't know. It just You'll feels make me sad if you keep slapping your hand on my desk. I'm sorry, Adam. 
It's a good desk. It's a great desk. <laughs> it's a great desk. It just, it, mm. to me, felt very... There's a lot of better it's ways very to, to, yeah, there's to better pull ways emotion to write out. that. Yeah, yeah. There's way so. better ways to write that than, I mean, how many games, how many movies, how many things have you seen where the, the hero has to make the decision about who lives or who dies? That's a unique story element. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Yeah, that. it just no? wasn't great. No. So, whatever. That's in vogue right now, though, right? Yeah, it was gross. But besides that, I mean, if I had to give that game a rating, probably eight and a half, nine, it was real good. And oh. short, which I found delicious. <laughs> it's like eight hours long. <laughs> it's nice and bite-sized. Cool. Uh, playing anything else? Um, I started, not started, restarted, um, or started playing again, I guess. Uh, Horizon so that would be restarting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, okay. Um, so I have not played that game in a while, and I'll be honest, it took quite a while to get my PlayStation just on again. <laughs> it was like, hey, we've got an update. Uh-huh. Oh, hey, guess what? There's another update. And have you updated this? I'm like, no, go ahead. And... Uh, I finally got into a game, and I have literally no idea what's going on. <laughs> so I think I've not even. I think I've barely gotten out of the first like training. And area. that's the problem is I'm actually quite a bit past that. I'm like level fourteen, level fifteen. Um, I've probably cleared half the map, and it just like dropped me in this place. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know why I'm here. I guess I'll just follow that marker and hope yep. something happens. Let's so do it. Yeah, it was fine. I'm I'm really that game's great. <laughs> that game's so good. So I need to get into it. It's real fun. I, I, I it, for some reason it didn't it didn't hook me right off the bat when I started playing. But I also. I think I might have just been in a weird place when I started that game, and I don't think I was fully mentally dedicated yeah. to it because that's a that's a game that you can't just you don't just. There's a lot of systems. There's a lot of stuff you have to kind of keep track of. Yeah. Um, my biggest complaint with it is it's just way longer than I want. How long of a game is it? What thirty like hours? Into the thirties, I think. Not terrible. It's it's too long for me. So I don't know. Like I really like the story, and I like what it does with character and stuff. But nice. I I just want it to be fifteen hours instead. Gotcha. Dylan, what are you playing these days? Nothing. No? Okay. I don't have the luxury of that. At the <laughs> moment. At the moment, you don't. Yeah. You will. One day. Soon. I give oh. it one more week. Oh, yeah? I do have internet now, though. Oh, congratulations. I did get the, the Google Wiffies. Oh, I love them. The Google Wiffies are pretty, they're pretty slick. Yeah. I only have one set up as of now. Oh, that made me jump. Hold, please, everybody. We'll be right back. All right, we're back, and we were talking about Google Wiffies. The, are these the Wi-Fi pods, like the net or the wet, the mesh? They call them meshes. Yeah, they're great. Is that because they mesh? Uh-huh. I think so. I think it's because they create a mesh network. Okay. That's, yeah. yeah. I don't quite understand it, but it's pretty slick. So what it does, I know what it does. It you need more than one though, don't you? Well, well you, you actually create a mesh network. He just has one as a router, essentially. Okay, right. yeah. I have three. I've just only plugged in one, and it seems to do the job. So what it does is it connects to the each one. It's almost like what are they called? Um, like access points. Yeah, like an access point. Or when extenders. It does it when it does it? It makes like like picture like. Um, like it's like spy. multiple threads overlapping, so you can actually lay on it, and it's more supportive yes, that way. Yes, it's like, I'm it's not, like a hammock and just like hanging over a clothesline, like yeah. bent I don't over. Think I'm high head. enough to actually appreciate what you guys are talking That's about. Fine. Okay, yeah, no, they're dope. I have a set too. Um, I got I, the Eero, and they're not for whatever reason. It's like they were great for almost a year, but now I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, I uh, when I needed to replace my router, I reached out to uh, Hans, friend of the show, and Eight Bit Bite co-host mm-hmm. and he is a network engineer <laughs> and he's like i got google wi-fi i'm like sweet i will too and they're oh. great they're so easy yeah it was pretty easy um especially because I, 
I didn't have internet or anything to set them up, which is a pain when, like, I have no, like, service on my phone to even get data in the downstairs where I'm, like, hooking this in. So I was trying to talk to Comcast while doing it, and my call dropped. And, but I still managed to figure it out because it is easy. Yeah. And once you get the app connected and you just scan the QR code, it's like, bloop, yeah. like, reset your stuff and it'll work. And it like, it worked. Wow. Um, and nice. it seems to reach everywhere in the house with just the one. So I've left that hooked up until I have everything else sorted out. But it will be nice, like Cliff said, to have the Ethernet access on yeah. the other ones like that's kind of nice i guess yeah i put one in my i have one in my living room and then i have one in my office which is literally five feet away but i do it so i can have another wired access point in my office and i can get i mean wirelessly attached to ethernet i can get 300 megabits per second on my desktop so oh, nice. it's cool yeah it's pretty sweet very cool so that, that's kind of what i played nice um i played a few things can't remember what any of them are you're a liar no Hmm? You're a liar. I'm not a liar. Um, I well, that's fine. Um, I did. I can't remember if I talked about it last week, but I did jump into the Halo Master Chief Collection. Started with the original Halo. Nice. I've yeah, you talked about that. it a little bit. So I've been kind of tooling around in that. Um, it's funny. I downloaded a bunch of games off of. Uh, Game Pass, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to download these and have these to play. And now it's like, I'm going to play that. Nope, not on Game Pass anymore. That, oh, oh nope, really? That's, yeah. Oh, things don't no. get pulled off there too often. I'm surprised. No. So, but I mean, I've got a whole, I've got 200 games. Yeah, sitting you'll there. be fine. I'm good. Um, so let's see. So there's that. I fired up my PlayStation, my PS4 Pro, the other day because I'm like, I should check in on this and make sure it still works. Um, and things. And I had inadvertently re-upped my membership to PlayStation Now. And because God of War, oh, that's yeah. the other thing. For the first time, I booted into uh, GTA V. Oh, what a cool game. Yeah. And what's great is I booted into it on the PlayStation Now service, and um, I streamed it. I didn't download it and install it. Sure. I streamed it. I wanted to see what their streaming was like. How'd it work? It was pretty incredible. That's awesome. Yeah, it looked great. It felt great. No noticeable latency or anything. It was real good. That's really cool. Yeah. So um, I'm past that first weird opening kill all the cops mission in GTA 5. Nice. I'm like, this is ridiculously If violent. you keep playing, okay. I think you get to do that again towards the end. <laughs> in a GTA game? No way. Yeah, right? Um, so yeah, so I was doing that. Uh, what else? That's That's really about it. I haven't had a whole lot of time. I'm in the bargaining for a house game so Ooh, that that's a game i don't enjoy mm. yeah i'm halfway here right now so. but anyway so that's what i'm playing and that's what we're playing if you think that we should be playing something that we didn't mention please let us know at our discord go to bite slash discord and you will jump right in with us and things it's fun there yeah do it all right, Extra Life is less than a month away. It's coming up on November 2nd, and all the money we raising up here uh, ourselves is going to Seattle Children's through the uh, Children's Miracle Network. Uh, I believe that's what it is, right? It is. Yeah. So we're doing that. If you'd like to join our Extra Life team, the thing that I need to join still officially, hmm. uh, go to bitemepodcast.com slash extra life, and you can join up there. We're already, are we halfway to our goal? Not quite, yeah. So okay. um, Hans, again, uh, had he is not going to be around for the November 2nd and 3rd fundraisers um, because he's going to a wedding or something. Like, Ew, yeah. love. Yeah, right. I'm like, take a switch. It'll be fine. And uh, he so he had a, an awesome costume party. Uh, 
for Extra Life this last weekend. It was amazing. He had webcams up through the entire thing. You could see all the people in costumes hanging out in his arcade. It was really cool. Um, But he raised like $1,700, which puts our total at just over two grand. So we're at $2,085, which is pretty awesome. So yeah, we've had had a lot of contributions from other people, though. Vinny has gotten some donations. Um, My kid's friend, Ryan, uh, got some donations. We're actually going to do a kid's party the night before ours. So we're going to have a bunch of kids playing video games at my house. Should be fun. Um, Carter raised a little bit of money, my son. And uh, Joe Cole got a donation from his dad, I believe. Joe oh, Cole Sr., nice. presumably. Let's go. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I appreciate everyone that's joined up. If you haven't joined our team yet, uh, there's still plenty of time to do so. Um, we've got almost three weeks until game day. So, right? Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks? I don't know. November 2nd and 3rd. Two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. Yep. So, yeah. Go. We're getting there. It's going to be good. So, yeah, if you want to join the team, bitemepodcast.com slash extra life. Um, so there's that. There's That's the money that we're raising for Seattle Children's and the, the, the extra life thing. Yep. But we're also raising money for ourselves. <laughs> if you go over to patreon.com slash bitemepodcast, um, if you would like to help us buy things like... Stickers, Stickers and magnets <laughs> and um, trips to Puerto Vallarta and what? Oh, no, wrong. That's the wrong no, uh, no, Patreon. We don't, we don't make that much money from Patreon, I promise. No, but we're trying. Yeah. Uh, and you can help. Uh, Patreon.com slash Bite Me Podcast for as little as a dollar a month, up to $10 a month. You'll get all kinds of fun stuff, we promise. And we'll also invite you, if you're a producer, onto the show when we do our call-in shows. And we say your name in every single podcast with a big giant thank you. We appreciate you. Um, speaking of the live podcast, we were going to do that today, and we were going to do that last week. And I don't know. We keep thinking about doing it, and it just hasn't uh, quite happened yet. We'll probably do it on our uh, three-year anniversary, which is coming up on November 15th, I think. So a couple, couple weeks That's from now. important. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and put that in my calendar. I am going to be sick that day. Perfect. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I am very excited to try and edit that. It will be fun. <laughs> anyway, big shout out to Operator Jack. I talked to him for a couple of, uh, like 10 or 15 minutes the other day. It was fun. Um, we don't cross over very often because of time zones. It's just rolling into spring at his house. <laughs> uh, Joe Cole Jr., John Tippins, Megan Phillips, Tom McDermott, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, and Kevin Schulte. Thank hey, you, people. Thank you, guys. And gals. Uh, you said John Tippins, right? I did say John yeah, Tippins. Yeah, I saw him last night. How's he doing? He was having a good night. Good man. Yeah. Love it. On a Tuesday. Was he Tippins? I will neither confirm nor deny that <laughs> salacious rumor, but you're, but you're not wrong. <laughs> I was at a PTSA meeting. I think I was the real winner. Yeah, you were at a what? PTSA meeting. Every time you say PTSA, I'm waiting for it to be about something else. It was parents and teachers and students and it's, our associations. Oof. I was drywalling. Who had the most fun that night? Sure wasn't you. you. (laughs) Oh, he's going to help me drywall. Little tiny bit. You owe him something big. Drywalling is the worst thing in the world. I know. You could come help me. Yeah, you could go help him. I'll do that in the time that I have to get my house ready to go on the market. (laughs) I've got, like, this weekend, I'm literally playing the, oh my God, what have I gotten myself into game. Yeah, that's your fault. I know, it's totally my fault. But... Hey, gotta good. move, gotta shake, gotta do the thing. Well, I can't help you until my. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Mine's done. So. Uh, all right, so there is all that. Uh, and also make sure you review us and like us and follow us on whatever your favorite podcast platform is. We're on Spotify, I've got the Googles, got the Apples, got the Stitchers, got the. 
Schlabbity doo. Literally anywhere you want to listen to this podcast, we're there. Yep. Um, okay, cool. Got a few things to discuss this week. I talked about it at the top of the show, but let's get into it now. News. We waited for him, really. I was yawning. <laughs> that was that was adorable. Um, all right, so if you were playing Fortnite just uh, a few days ago, Season 10 came to an end with a big explosion into a black hole. It killed the internet, or did it just kill the map? No, literally, um, Reddit went down for a little while. Twitter went down. Twitter went down for a little while. The Epic Game Store itself was not accessible. You couldn't log into other games. They're like, hey, you can play these games offline because they literally couldn't authenticate with the Epic Game Store to make sure your license was valid. Wow. Um, it had some pretty pretty big effects. So it was, it was kind of like Kim Kardashian, but with less butt. So, you know. But still the same amount of crap. Oh. Like, that's good. Anyway, yeah, that was cool. Um, <laughs> it stayed down for 48 hours, which is way, the way... The game itself was. Yeah. So, But I think the actual outage of the game, I think that was planned. Oh, absolutely. That was planned. Absolutely. So I tell you, they I were stunting. We dif- I think we need to differentiate. The internet and all these services weren't killed for 48 hours, but yeah, Fortnite went, itself, the yeah. game went dark with some... It was some big... It was stunt. black hole, and then it was playing like some numbers games, and uh, apparently you could enter the Konami code and get like a little mini game that you could play um, in the black hole. So it was just... I think it was fun. I was mostly just surprised that they kept it down for that long. Um, I mean, when you're printing a billion point three dollars a day. Well, my theory... Is is actually is that the reason they kept it down for so long is because it was literally just like essentially planned maintenance. It was them taking out all the old map and adding in the new map and making sure it all worked and making sure it was ready to go when the new map came up. So it was just a really clever way to say like, hey guys, we're gonna have twenty you know forty eight hours of planned maintenance without having to say, hey guys, we're gonna have you know forty eight hours right. of planned maintenance. So like smart actually. But uh, so it's but now it is back up. There's a new map. Yep. Correct? There is a new map. Okay, because I've literally I've not played Fortnite in probably a year. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, the new map looks fun, though. You can, you, can, uh, you can go fishing. And I don't understand why you would ever go fishing in Fortnite. I mean, I guess maybe they have that kind of creative mode you can play in, so maybe... Mm-hmm. No, maybe. I want to fish in the heat of battle. Yeah. Right. I, oh, darn, I, I need, to, I need to, to re-up my protein. I'm going to go catch a crappy. Well, in, in the... <laughs> In the like video they released, yeah, no, they are. In the video they released for the premiere, which I gotta say was good too. Like it was so well done. Um, when they were fishing, they were actually pulling guns up. So maybe you can fish and get guns get instead fish of fish. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't know though. I haven't played Makes it yet. Sense. So whatever. Um, but there's swimming. There are boats you can like tank or you know, drive around. And there's a lot of water on the level, like a ton of water. Um, you can now carry down teammates. So, like, if one of That's you gets, pretty cool, yeah, actually. yeah. So, if you get shot but not killed, a buddy can like grab you and pull you out of combat. But they also have a healing bazooka, which is the most like those two terms don't go together. A healing yep. bazooka, and you can like fire. I guess, health packs at people and bring them back to life. So you can almost actually play a healer role in Fortnite now, which is, which is kind of cool. Um, and there are haystacks you can hide in now and like pop out of and shoot like at people. That. Yeah. Which is kind of fun. And there's exploding stuff, which I actually really like too. So there's explosive barrels in the, in the, the video, they actually show uh, entire gas station blowing up. Like they shoot the gas tanks and the entire building blows up. So it's new stuff. I, 
I wish I was better at Fortnite. Like, I wish that I could ever be better at Fortnite, but I just don't think I have the, like, twitchy, I build all these things and I run around skills. There's no, I can't, I, the, at the rate people build those structures in that game, there's absolutely zero way for me to get that quick. Absolutely. Never. Same. Never I just don't happen. have the, it would have to be the only game I ever played, and I don't like it that much. But I love... I love watching people who are enthusiastic about Fortnite. I love watching the videos they release. I love looking at all their little weird zany characters. Um, I think it's such a cool game. I just, I'm never going to play it. It's okay. Especially when they do stuff like this. Yeah, right? They are so ahead of, like, what seems like everything and what should be happening in video games. It's innovative. It's interesting. They're, like, actually making mass scale events, like, change the map like mm-hmm. that's the coolest thing in video games i agree sorry i agree very cool well there you go if you've uh, jumped into fortnite and checked out the new map let us know hop into our discord tell us all about it all right google stadia has officially got a release date and a whole bunch of games um so let's talk about the official date november 19th it's going to happen at 9 a.m eastern i'm sorry pacific time 12 p.m eastern um, what's 5 p.m. BST? British Standard Time. Oh, or British GMT Standard if you time. prefer. Yeah. And 6 p.m. CET. That's, I don't know what that is. Sure. We just got we got the entire world covered on... Central European Time? We, well, you know, we have listeners in every yeah. part of the world, yeah. so they all want to know. CET, I think, might be Central European Time. Sure. Yeah. Um, so Google founders have a release date to look forward to. That's the 19th. So I'm looking forward to that because I jumped on the founders pack because it's like I get a controller and a 4K, like a Chromecast Ultra, those yeah. two together. That's 120 bucks plus I get all this other crap. So yeah. why not? Uh, so let's see. And that let's costs you, what, 15 bucks a month after that? Or you don't have to, but you can. Yeah, you can. So I've got, I, it comes with three months of the Premiere mm-hmm. or Pro or whatever it's called. But no, it's only $10. Oh, 10 That's not yeah. terrible. So that's not bad. And you also get, like, right out the gate, I'll get Destiny 2, everything, including yeah. the new expansion. I'm really excited to, when you get it, to actually try it. We yeah. have to bring it in and let us, let us screw around with it. Um, the cool thing is, too, you're going to get, quote, unquote, roughly uh, one free game a month. So I don't know what that means. I Besides just like an average an or average. you get a partially made game. There will be 12 games a month and they'll play come. half of this game or... Yeah. I uh, think if this interests you too, so it's $130, $129.99, is that the right? I feel like I paid less than that. I feel like I paid $120. Yeah, whatever. It's roughly $120 to $130. I think you can actually still get in on this action if you want to. It did not appear to be sold out. Like, I went most of the way through the sales process. I just didn't want to actually buy one. So, like, if this interests you, you can still do it. And apparently they're going to ship them in kind of a first-in, first-out basis. So if you were one of the first people to order them, you'll actually probably get them a little sooner than the people that are, say, ordering now. So That's cool. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be... Interesting. I mean, at the very least, I've got a, contr- a controller I can use for all kinds of stuff, yeah. and I've got a 4K. Anything on that okay. games list that's really jumping out at you so, that you're going to um, buy? Well, that's the thing. I don't really want to buy anything, so I'm curious to see what we're going to get for, for free. Because free. <laughs> uh, free is my favorite price. Um, so I am absolutely interested in Cyberpunk, even yep. though the whole first person thing's thrown me off, but I'll reserve judgment. Um, so, yeah, so Cyberpunk, Darksiders, Genesis... I'm into Marvel's Avengers after that latest trailer with looks uh, good. Kamala Khan, I yeah. think was her name. I'm Doom Eternal looks that. like it could be fun. I wish, I I, I don't mind Doom. Yeah. Um, it's, again, the first person shooter thing. Doom 2016 was not my jam. But oh, see, I, I liked it. That was the most I'd liked a Doom game yeah, ever. Not my thing. But, but it's okay. Know. 
What else do we have here? Get um, Packed is a super fun game that I played at PAX. It's coming out next year. Get it's from uh, the folks that make um, Death Squared. It's a oh, like yeah. a overcooked packing game. Yeah, it's fun. Um, Gods and Monsters. I'm looking forward to Looks that. Good. That should be interesting. Let's see here. I was looking over this. Super hot. No, I'm kidding. I've got that every like on a th- <laughs> oh thumper. Look at that. That's on a, on here too. Yeah. Um, Watch Dogs Legion because I do like Looks the Watch Dogs series. I think that's really it. It's it's funny though because all the games that I'm interested in, I can absolutely uh, pr- play right now for basically nothing or yeah. super super cheap. It's a. Uh, I don't want to say the list is underwhelming. It's it's okay. It's not underwhelming. It's it's not overwhelming with, yeah. with new titles. Yeah. But it's not underwhelming in that it's got some of the biggest games. Yeah. Um, multi like multi platform games of this generation. Like you've got. Borderlands 3. You've got Doom Eternal that's coming even though they got delayed. You know that game is going to be massive. Yeah. So there's that. What else is there? Uh, the Metro game, not one of the biggest games, but very well received. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming, which was 10s across the board. Yeah. Thumper, super hot. Even though they're older, they are Good super well received games. I think that that's the, the reality of something like Stadia, though. Stadia has to be successful in order for more games to exist because it doesn't just play. Like, this is kind of the equivalent of porting it to a console. Like, you just don't take the PC version and it runs on Stadia. They The developers actually have to port it to Stadia, which is also why there's no crossplay um, because yeah. it is a. Yeah, sure. Um, because it is a its own system. So, well, and that really, and I think we t- we talked about this before. Isn't that the one thing that really turns you off that to was it when they said that? Huge deal breaker for me. Yeah. Yeah, to me, like the the big deal breaker for me was just that this wasn't a subscription service. That's what that, I wanted. That too, but, but the it, fact that this doesn't like work like a PC just completely like inflated every issue. Yeah, there was. I don't know. I'm I'm very know. interested to see it. I love the idea of streaming video games. We'll mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. Well, and if PlayStation Now can pull it off, yeah, I, I, it's so funny. It's so funny that everybody gives crap to like PlayStation Now. Like, wow, why would I do that? And Sony's like such a major player. And the whole thing, why would you not expect them to be able to pull something off like streaming? Oh, absolutely. I never expected that PlayStation Now wasn't good. I figured the service was good. Yeah. I just uh, price wise, I just thought it was priced stupidly. Yeah. So, and so. it's on the PlayStation. All right, so there's all that about Google Stadia. If you're looking forward to it like I am, let us know in our Discord. Blizzard is officially responding to last week's Hong Kong debacle. If you remember, uh, what's it, Blitz, Blitzchung? Blitzchung, yeah, Blitzchung. Uh, he was suspended for posting a, year? a thing. Uh, essentially, he just made a pro-Hong Kong yeah. remark during a post-tournament live stream. Yeah. Um, and they, they, took, they banned him for a year. They took away his prize money, blah, 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 blah. But... They kind of reconsidered, I guess. Um, they moved his, his suspension down to six months, and they reinstated his prize money. Um, J. Allen Brack, who's the president of Blizzard, said, essentially, that there's a consequence for taking the conversation away from the purpose of the event and disrupting or disrailing the broadcast, and uh, that that's why they made the initial kind of jump in, but did admit that they didn't have a, really a process to deal with this and that they just like swatted at it, and that was probably a dumb thing to do. Um, and they're working on that. Um, and says that their relationship in China had no influence on their decision, which I okay. assume is a lie. Um that's- that's like regardless thing. of how you feel about the Hong Kong protests, like there, it's a very, very, very complex issue that I don't really even fully understand. Um, it's a it's a very strange 
thing that's happening, but to like we said last week, it's just a, it was a dumb thing to do. And, and honestly, I don't think that this is the resolution I would have wanted to see. I think that he should not be banned either. They should have rescinded the ban totally. Absolutely. Um, interestingly enough, uh, Ralph Reichert, who's the co-chief executive of Elder Scrolls Online, also reached out and was like, hey, don't talk about this on social media. If you work for us, don't. Um, it's part of our existing plans to, you know, you already signed a code of conduct saying you would not discuss this kind of thing on social media, so don't, um, which also seems incredibly heavy-handed um, Well, yeah, for a company. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that I couldn't get in trouble for saying things on social media from my company. But I don't think any of us are banned from taking, like, political... Stances no. or, or saying, you know, I support this or I don't support that. Man, if you saw my Twitter, you would know Oof. that to be <laughs> absolutely true. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I, I kind of dislike the idea that you could get, regardless of what your political views are and how you view them and how you put them out, unless you're saying something that is hateful or um, dangerous. Yeah, if you're inciting like violence or hate speech or yeah. and stuff like that or straight up doing saying slanderous yeah. things yeah then, like in that yeah, case yes there trouble. are consequences but just having an opinion online shouldn't get you fired from your job no well there's that uh the original half-life did you play it oh yeah i did not i never beat it but god that game was that game was so amazing when it came out well, like it might be more amazinger. It, it's, it just got a patch for all, after almost twenty year, uh, twenty one years. years. So the game is now legal to drink. Maybe and that's what the patch maybe is. That's what the patch is for. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's honestly a patch. it's a weird bunch of things. It's like fixed monitor refresh rates and fix the ability to reload a partially empty weapon. And just like all these weird little quality of life issues that you have to assume there is just a programmer at Valve who's like. I could fix that on my lunch hour and yeah. spent two weeks fixing a bunch of stuff. And then they, you know, uh, and then they put it into a patch. So I don't know. I think it's super weird, but uh, the PC gamer article that I ran across of this is like, if you go look at how many people are playing the original half life game there, it averages like 350 to 600 players a day. Wow. So, I mean, which is not a lot, which is obviously not but a lot. But it's a lot for a game that's 21 right? years old. So, yeah, it's, I mean, if you want to get into that game, like, the original is hard to play, but the Black Mesa remake of it is very good. So, I think that's actually done now, too. So, you can you can get the feeling for it in a more modern um, graphic setting with some quality of life stuff thrown in. But, I don't know, I, this just strikes me as, it kind of tickles me when you see something like that. You ticklish? I'm ticklish. <laughs> exactly. It's just like that. Um, so another game that's not quite as old, uh, Saints Row 2, might be getting a patch soon because uh, it's basically unplayable or to the point of unplayable on PC with all kinds of bugs and other stuff they couldn't fix because they had nobody could find the source code to this game. Yeah, they literally lost it. So How do you lose the source code to a game that's not even 10 years old? Well, so apparently what it was is the this game was built for consoles mm-hmm. and the PC port was actually done by a third party. It's actually done by oh, um Volition. Yeah, no, it, no the it was, Volition does it. Yeah, it's actually done by the H. Cyberpunk folk. It's done by uh, CD Project Red. Mm-hmm. So they did the PC port, and then like things got lost in IP shuffles um, when THQ went out of business. They just thought the source code was gone forever. 
and they just I don't know they I didn't they didn't give any details where they found it but you hear about this every once in a while like someone will buy a computer at a surplus auction and pop it open they're like oh hey there's all sorts of you know stuff on here and so it could have been something like that maybe they found a backup who knows but uh, they're actually putting two full-time developers on a project to kind of redo that game, bring it up to you know a certain degree of standard, and fix all these bugs, and then they're going to re-release a patch that makes Saints Row Two playable on PC again, which seems like a lot of work. But but Saints them, Row Two isn't Saints Row Two the, the one? Be- it's probably the best one. Four yeah, is get, well, objectively know, the best one. Not necessarily like I'm no, not, they get, like they got real wacky, but two is a really solid. Two game. two is more Grand Theft Auto right. than four, which is just wackadoo. Yeah. But cool. So um, no idea on when that could be done. Nah, I think it's just coming. But, hey, just so you know, if you're still rocking the uh, Saints Row 2. Um, well, Game Pass is a great service. Got a lot of great games. PlayStation Now, even more games. Not necessarily all great, but tons of games. But there's one that has a whole lot more. Yeah, this is nuts. Yeah, so the Internet Archive currently has nearly 7,000 DOS games that you can play for free in your browser. Yeah, so and you can literally like connect your Xbox or PS4 controller to your PC and use that to control them in a web browser too. I wonder if you could log in log on on the Edge browser on your Xbox One. Maybe. And just I don't go, know. Well, I know what I'm going to do yeah. after dodgeball tonight. Uh, what? They Maybe. literally just dumped 2,500 new games into that library, though. So almost 7,000 total. But there's some good stuff in there. If you gamed back in the, like, let's say, mid-90s, you're going to remember a lot of these. Um, Alone in the Dark, uh, the original PC port of Wipeout, um, that goofy full-motion video game Night Trap. Um, the Microsoft Flight mm-hmm. Simulator, um, the Elder Scrolls Red Guard, which was the one before Daggerfall, I believe, um, Cannon, Cannon Fodder, which was one of my absolute favorite games uh, back then. It was just kind of a really kind of weirdly violent war game that was a lot of fun. Um, B-17 Flying Fortress, which I played a lot of. Descent, which was that uh, like f- spaceship game where you had six degrees of freedom flying through tunnels. It made me grossly motion sick. Um, some of the Ultimate Underworld games. There's just a like there's a lot of garbage out there. Like honestly, there's a lot of garbage out there, but there's a lot of really cool games too. So, so what's the website? Uh, just go to archive.org and so you that's can that's what I thought. So I went to I wasn't sure because there's you can play Disney's Aladdin. Yeah. How is that this can't be legal. Well so I think archive.org is kind of an interesting storage place of games like first of all i believe that they're uh like really defended by the um oh the who's that law group that does uh the electronic freedom foundation i believe um and their view of the these are that they're they're lost games that there is no no one's trying to sell them no one even knows who owns the rights to them and so yeah people could complain about it but who's really going to do it and you'd have to prove that you have the rights to them in order to do it um but also a lot of companies have given them permission to do it as well so a lot of companies have dumped their archives into them just for the sake of preservation so i am straight up playing aladdin right now yeah there the internet archive <laughs> is a really cool place um there's all the video game stuff but like have you ever gone and listened to their like concert bootleg section no yeah like i like especially for bands that let you bootleg or let um fans bootleg um like i'm a big drive by truckers fan and I've actually listened to concerts that I was at on the Internet Archive, which is a really that's fun really thing to cool. do. Yeah, so there's cool stuff out there. Huh, that's fun. Archive.org? Yeah. Yeah, cool. go check it out. 
All right. Minecraft, the exhibition is now open at Seattle's Mopop, which, if you're unfamiliar with that, it is the Museum of Pop Culture. Here in Seattle. Formerly the uh, Experience Music pro- yeah. Project. Yep. So it's a really cool museum that's in kind of the heart of uh, Seattle, sort of. I don't know. It's right by the, the Space Needle, if that gives you some reference. And uh, it was built by, oh, what's his name? Billionaire guy that just died. Um, Paul Allen. Paul oh, Allen. Yeah, Thank I was going to say Paul yeah, Allen. Funded Wait, by did Paul- he die? Yes. Oh, that's right. I remember that. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, funded, like, originally because he was a huge Jimi Hendrix fan and wanted, like, a museum where he could put a bunch of Hendrix stuff. Um, and now it is kind of gone over to just being a pop culture museum. So they have... They like, have the Jim Henson pro- The Jim thing. Henson thing. They did a Star Wars thing. Wait, they have... Uh, yeah. yeah, they have it's kind of like a... Like a comic thing. Yeah, and they have They've kind got of... a whole room set dedicated to video game and video game development. Yep. Yeah, there's an indie game room. Yeah. Um, there's a fantasy room. There's a, a horror movie room. Which I feel like... is that That's not a seasonal thing. That's there all it's the time. It's there all the time, but they move exhibits in and out of it. So every but time you go... not the Halloween thing, not the horror movie thing. It has been the exact same... No, it's absolutely changed. Like things inside of that exhibit yeah. come in and out, so they oh. add they add stuff and take stuff away from it. Oh, yeah. Um, I've had a pass there probably two thirds of the time I've lived here. Mm-hmm. So, um, but anyway, today uh, they did the press event for Minecraft the exhibition, and if you're a Minecraft fan, it was it the it was just amazing. Did you like, take your kid with you? I did not because oh, it was a pre- it was a press event and he's in yeah. school. Um, we will be going next weekend. Oh, I'm sure it it was amazing. Like you walk in and you literally walk the the entrance into the the exhibit is through like the front door of one of the villager houses in Minecraft. Like they have a giant tree outside. There's an exploding creeper off to your left, um, and inside there's all these giant statues of the different mobs. So, but they're like. They're furry and stuff. So there's like a wolf you can see, and he's actually got fur on him. You can pet him. You can pose with all of them. There's a zombie you can pose with, and they really just kind of lay out what Minecraft is and how it works. And you know, here's you know, here's here's your room, and here's the bed that you would res in when you die. And then you go through the next hallway, and there's a, a working crafting table. So there's actually like um, little tiles that you say, "I'm going to take these." you know two sticks and put them with some cobblestone and it makes a pickaxe and a little um hologram pickaxe actually pops up on this little screen and and rolls around um there's a tree that you can go up and punch and then a little hologram piece of wood comes out of it um there's a bunch of opportunities to play it um they talk about microsoft or i'm sorry um minecraft's education uh, edition that they put in schools that kids can learn about coding and learn about math and learn about different cultures and stuff through Minecraft. Very cool. It was a, a thing that I wasn't going to talk about really on the podcast at all because it's just here. And I don't think most of you actually probably live in Seattle or else we'd see you more often. <laughs> but the cool thing is this is going to be at Mopop now through next September. But then after that, they're going to, it's going to become a traveling show. So there's a really good possibility that in late 2020, early 2021, the Minecraft exhibit might actually be coming to a museum near you so it was it was it was amazing like i i'm not a big minecraft person but i i've played it a lot in the past and it was so nostalgic it was so cool to see so um look for a post on it um, with some video and some photos uh right now actually if you go to podcast.com you can see it very cool all right so there is that i wish i played minecraft because it was neat it was real neat 
Um, okay, that's all our news for the week. If uh, we missed something that you think we should have talked about or maybe you got excited about, we didn't talk about, let us know. Mm-hmm. All right, we have questions this week from Mansox, Prince of Pringles, Joe Coleslaw, Prince... Uh, no, I'm not... Sorry, Prince of Pringles is not on the show this week, so mark that. All right, we have questions now this week from... What do we got? Mansox. We have Joe Coleslaw. We have Princess Megan. Jacob. Mr. Polite, and we always start with this guy. Hey, yo, Vin. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Well, we gonna I, think, ask I think he's streaming right now, actually. We don't. I think he might be, too, actually. Yeah. Uh, so Vinny says, it's Halloween. It's almost Halloween. Yeah, we're yeah. working on it. Clearly, you need to uh, work on your frame of reference in time. Uh, he wants to know, what video game-related character thing are you dressing up for this Halloween? He's just assuming I'm dressing up as a video game character yeah. of some sort. Uh, or, and what non-video game-related thing would you dress up as? Did we decide on a costume? I, I, I think fish. Okay. Well, I mean, that's what we talked about. So. Oh, my God. I've got a poop emoji costume. I could be a floating turd. You could. It's perfect. Yeah, I guess we, Yuck. Dylan and I, um, <laughs> and uh, our graphic designer actually work in this giant glass office that everyone calls the fishbowl. And so we thought it would actually be kind of funny just to go as fish and decorate the office. So I think that's what we're going as. Um, that is not... Super video gamey though. There's probably like it's Abzu. What if it's Abzu? Or I could get I could cut out like an Echo the Dolphin and put it on the the wall. So I can't, I can't do the dolphin. Yeah. Um, last year I went as Mario. Dylan was supposed to be Luigi, but he sucks. What did I do last year? Maybe I didn't know I was supposed to be Luigi. <laughs> we absolutely talked about it. <laughs> you could be Waluigi. Yeah, I'm more of a Waluigi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, this year I will. I'm, I'm dressing up for our, co- our party here, but I will actually not be going out because apparently I'm going to put on a suit coat and do the go to our CEO's retirement party costume thing. Jealous? Gross. What? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing Halloween night. Where? Here. 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 You should probably mark this. <laughs> no. No, this is good. This is good stuff. Really, <laughs> this is good stuff. This is this is riveting to our listeners. Do you really want the, my my thing? Yeah, I'm going out to dinner with the CEO, and you go, ew, gross. That's fine. Okay, cool. <laughs> he and I, or she and I, or they and I are like this. It's pronouns day. I can't decide. Um, I bet you Drew has a, a preferred pronoun. I'm sure. Um, this year, yeah, I have no idea what I'm going as. Normally, every year, I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then I'm like, okay, that sounds good. I'll remember to do that. Like three days before Halloween, oh, yeah. I remember to do that. The last so. five years, I've got my costume together literally on the 30th. I mean, tonight is so tonight on my Dodgeball League, it's theme night. Oh, what are you theming? Sexy leprechauns. Oh. In, in... You mean leprechauns. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Um, it's you, don't be like... a, you don't have a thing for small men with orange beards? It's going to be like Darby O'Gill at his uh, Dodgeball. It's going to be amazing. That movie was one of my favorites as a kid. Um, it's coming so, to Disney Plus. Here's the thing: I play dodgeball with a lot of very active men and women. People, um, they're very active. <laughs> Humans of both genders. Active, what? <laughs> what does that mean? Active? Well, I said active men, but then I realized, oh, like it's not just a male. It's, it's or... Well, they're all very active, and they're all mostly fit. And okay, when you think of a costume, when somebody says, "I'm going to be a sexy leprechaun." Well, you think of like some thought dressed up like a leprechaun in in various sure. stages of undress. 
that's what most of these people are going to be doing, and they're very fit and attractive people. Take pictures, Adam. That's all I'm saying. I don't have the body to pull off some of these uh, things. So, so Adam, you, you're a good-looking man. Don't I'm let anyone be, tell you I'm different. I'm just going to be a leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> my, sex, so my sexiness comes from... It's your voice. Listen to that my voice. voice. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I'm your sexy leprechaun. Hans the, wants to know if you'll record a voicemail for him if he donates to your Extra Life campaign. Of course. <laughs> of nice. Of course. Do that for anybody. Nice. If you donate more to me, I'll make it better. No, <laughs> so, um, and what non-video game thing would you dress up as? I would literally dress up as anything. My fa- aside from like you know Hitler or Trump. My favorite costume I've ever worn was um, so Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. You're at least familiar with it. Mm. I dress as Arthur Dent, who's the like main character in it, and literally the entire book, he's just wandering around in his pajamas and a bathrobe. Oh yeah, okay. and carrying a towel. It was my favorite costume ever because a it was. I thought it was really funny and no one else got it. Um, but also it was so comfy to come to work wearing just like flannel pants and a bathrobe. I loved it. I could, oh, I might just wear a dress to work on Halloween. Do it. Didn't the what you did last year? No, I wore a dress to the Christmas party. Ah, right. And I won. If you call that winning, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Who got the $100 gift card to Amazon? <laughs> Hello. I'm okay with that story. I will wear a dress for much, much less. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, same. <laughs> and you? I've always wanted to do the wacky, wavy, inflatable arm flailing tube man. I agree. You should do you that. Would be so good. You and Fitz should come as twins. Yeah, but I've also wanted to do it where, like, yeah, someone else is a wacky, wavy, and inflatable arm flailing tube man. But then we also get some people that are dressed up like used cars, and then we get one of our crummy salespeople to be a crummy salesman, <laughs> and then we're like a used <laughs> well, car. We can all set up as a we're used car. Fired. Lot. Why yeah. are we getting fired? And then we can be a whole used car lot with the, that'd be amazing. Just the whole full service. That would be so experience. good. Um, what non-video game or what video game character though uh, would you dress up as? I think I've always wanted to be Mega Man. I want a cool blaster arm. Hell yeah, that'd be super cool. You should yeah. do it. I concur. All right, thank you for the question, Vinny. Up next, Mister Polite. We have no idea who you are, by the way. Please let uh, let yourself be. I mean, maybe we do, and do I we? just forgot. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't know Damn if he he evolved from somebody. Like or, a Pokemon? Yeah, well, like Eddie. That's He's Prince true. of Pringles now. He is the Prince of Pringles, not the Duke of Ruffles, the Prince of Pringles. I need either. Is he the Queen of Combos? Mm. Combos or the delicious. King of Wombos. That's t- that too. Uh, Mr. Polite wants to know, is there a game that would be a favorite game if it came out at a different time in your life? For example, Minecraft is a game that I know is something I would have loved back when I was playing games in elementary school or early middle school. But since it came out in my 30s, it just isn't a game I want to play. Yes. Yes, same. I think it's a very good question, and I agree wholeheartedly with Minecraft, probably. Uh, See, and I actually played Minecraft, so Minecraft's not it for me. Um, For me, it's any JRPG released pretty much since Final Fantasy VI, probably. Like, I used to love JRPGs. I loved turn-based games like Final Fantasy VI and absolutely cannot get into them anymore. Um, it's, but but I, like, I'd love to play Persona. Like, I think Persona would be so much fun, but I need to be into that kind of game and I need to have the same amount of time I did as a kid out of school for the summer. <laughs> right. Like, that's the thing. I don't think it's so much that if a game came out when I was a kid, I would like it more because of the type of game it is, but because of the time I had to play yep. games. That's the thing. Right. I just don't I don't have that time to play games yeah. anymore, so it needs to hook me 
in a way that games hooked me when I was a kid. Yeah. Right. Regardless of time, it needs to just hook me. So if it's one of those games where I need to, like, Red Dead Redemption 2, if that came out when I was, you know, 17, 18 years old, and I was part-time after-school job or, or whatever, when I didn't have a job or whatever, and I had the time to play a game like that, because the game is interesting and it did hook me, I just don't have the time to play it. Yeah. Because yeah. it's such an intense sit-down kind of thing. So I'm going to go with um, C, basically any game, any game that I'm interested big. in, I would play. Yeah. I just don't have the time. I think it would be and interesting so to, many games to have had a game like Fortnite in the time where we were all playing like Halo and Call of Duty. So, I mean, Halo came out when I was in fourth grade, I think. Boy. When, so, like, I remember, like, those days, like, there was a lot of, like, a lot of LAN parties and, like, everyone was playing the Halos or then Call of Duty came out. And, like, you had a lot of friends that played these games. And then even through high school and then into college, I imagine, like, having Fortnite in college yeah. would have been a very different like that's a game and uh, dangerous. Uh, yes, except I was very responsible. I did see people skip class for like Borderlands too. So like I know, um, I didn't. Is Borderlands too that popular? I think some people already didn't want to go to class, so oh, they're just like, like Man. you didn't have to have a lot. You just had to have something. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you remember Adam when Halo One came out and we were twenty two? <laughs> I do not. Oh uh, well, trust me, I mean, that's was, when it came out. <laughs> I was nine, I guess. Wow. Ugh. Oh, there you go. Well, Mr. Polite, thank you for the question. Up next, Jacob, also known as Icon Arising, or is it Icon Arising? I don't know. He's back though. He has been he's been missing from our Discord for a little while. Welcome, sir. And uh, I was he came in actually watched me stream some stuff on Saturday or Sunday. It was good to have him back. He's Woot. back in the Discord. So, uh, well, Jacob. Wants to know what is your favorite Netflix, Hulu, or Amazon original show, and what was the worst? Mm. I don't know if I've ever watched any that I didn't really like. Oh, I've seen plenty yeah. that I didn't like. Plenty. There's some bad Netflix movies. There's some bad Netflix. There's just some bad Netflix. I think my thing is I've been so busy doing stuff over the last two years that the only ones that filter up to me are the ones right. that are worth watching. Ones. So yeah. it's not like I sat. I'm like, there's this new thing that I would like to watch and. I watch it the same day as everyone else does and go like, that's garbage. It's like Stranger Things came out and I watched it two years after it debuted. I like, I watched Stranger Things after the second season. (laughs) So, um, I love Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. I love, um, how crap, uh, Riverdale and Sabrina, the teenage witch. I thought were both really good. Riverdale is not a Netflix show. Oh, isn't it? Oh, you're right. It's a CW show, Mm -hmm. right? But Sabrina Sabrina is. is Sabrina is. It's a weird world where those take place in the same city, but whatever. Sabrina's real well, good. Netflix is absorbing everything, so yeah. just give it a couple years. Yeah. Um. Shoot, what is it? It's with uh, what's her name from the X Files? Sex Education. Gillian Anderson. Yeah. Yep. Is that her show? Sex yep, Education. Sex Ed. Yeah, that one was really good. I heard that was good. Um. There's just a lot, a lot of good ones. Yeah, I think so. My favorite on Netflix is a toss up. Between Stranger Things and Orange Is the New Black, but I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards Stranger Things just because it has consistently yeah. been good. It's been a couple True. of episodes here and there that are like, 
okay, not a lot happened, but it still moved the story forward. It's only one episode in Stranger Things that I would remove from the series. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it? Was it? It's this... in the second season when they go follow the other yeah, girl. Yeah. Like, I think what was that? It's absolutely unnecessary. Completely out Do of nowhere. Do you think that they were trying to? Because that felt to me like. Have you ever watched like regular? TV on TV where all of a sudden they introduce all these weird characters and then like three months later that becomes a spinoff. Right. That's what it felt like to me. Like they were trying to make another character that they could spin off into their own show and it didn't work out for some reason. That's what it really reminded me of. I honestly wish I could just erase that from the show because I think it's the only thing that brings it down. I think what's going to happen, I think we're going to find out more about that specific episode in the next season. The thing is, I don't, I don't want, I don't want that part of I find it interesting that that's not really like, there's not another one. Right. I think that's what, like if there's more psychic children, like now the show's uninteresting. It's a world of psychic children. I'm out. Um, yeah, so Netflix, I'm going to lean into Stranger Things just because it's cons- Orange is the New Black, mostly good, yeah. but there's been long stretches of various seasons. I still haven't good. watched that. Like season three, season, season three was good, but it did a whole lot of backstory stuff, which, and it got, some of it got a little cheesy and hokey in there in the humor that they tried to use, and it just kind of fell a little flat. Um, on Hulu, I enjoy a show, crap, uh, 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 Difficult people. I've not heard of that. Oh my god! Oh, you've been, you told me, and now now that you say that, I have heard. Yeah, about that, that Billy yeah. on the Street guy, Billy yeah. Eichner, um, aka Timon in the new Lion King movie. Yeah, he's in it, and it is ridiculous. It's done. I think it's five or six seasons, but watch it. It's real good. Nice on Amazon. Marvelous Miss Maisel, absolute best show on any stream. My service. wife loved that. Period. Is, I love is it. Bojack a, a Netflix show? Yes. Bojack's real good. Fantastic. Bojack's really good. That's one of my picks. Um, as far as the worst shows, I mean, there's so many on Netflix that I can't even begin to tell you. Yeah, and I haven't seen any that I haven't liked, but like I said, it's just because I'm real picky about what I watch. So. Oh, and a show that I did, well, I can't remember the name of it now, so I'm going to go ahead and go. Dylan, you're up. Um, BoJack Horseman and Peaky Blinders. I need to watch. Well, I heard Peaky Blinders is really good. I've been meaning to watch that. What's the one that I'm watching on Amazon right now? You did all the promos for it um, with uh, Pirate Boy. Pirate Boy. <laughs> Orlando um, Bloom. Orlando Bloom is in it. Cara Delevingne is yeah. in it. Um, I'll get back to you on that. Whatever. It's a good show. Carnival uh, Row. Carnival Row. Stranger Things is also pretty good. Um, not television series though, but there's. Two Netflix movies that I've watched that were pretty terrible. Mm-hmm, um, one tell me more. Was Open House, I believe, and it's like the 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 realtors at an open house, and there's a killer movie. Hmm. There's a what? Like imagine going to an open house for, but then there's like killer, right? So the oh, killers, oh, 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 oh gotcha. like that's the premise, and it's terrible. Yeah. It's just awful. And then there's also a movie, The Ritual, which is like. Dude's camping and there's a monster and it's awful. Oh wait, is that wait is that the one where at the end they're all in some weird encampment or some little village and they have to like offer up some sacrifice to some giant thing? Maybe, but th- there's also you're reminding me of another one. Um, well, that's no, that was troll. That was troll. Not no. The uh, the one that I'm thinking of isn't this? Isn't it a group of dudes like in like the Swiss? Yeah, yeah, and they go camping and it ends up just being the one guy eventually. Walking through, or yeah, because they get taken into this weird. I've seen it. 
I've seen that movie. I wanted to like it, but when I got to the end, I'm like, but what? I've totally seen that yeah, movie. Yeah, and, and one, monster movies, don't show me the monster, please. Right. And it did a lot. Yeah, I'm like, this is dumb. And then there's also a movie, The Witch, I believe, on Netflix. That was I, also that was not, a, but that was not a Netflix movie. That was a I, theatrical release. Was it? Yes, I've watched I that it was movie. A, I thought it's, that one's a Netflix movie uh-uh. too. No, I saw it. I saw it. God, because everybody went and saw it, and they were like, "Oh, you have to see it." And it got all these great rave reviews. And the accents are so thick that I couldn't understand what was going on. And I refused to watch a movie with subtitles if it's English. That barely qualified as English. So weird hill to die it. on. I was not a fan. Yeah. Um, so. I don't know if I've watched many series on the other platforms. Uh, Handmaid's Tale, you should check that out. It's supposed to be good. Brooke just watched it. She says it's okay. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Well, cool. There we go. Um, yeah. Jacob, thank you. All right. Princess Megan, what are your favorite fall traditions? Shoveling pumpkin pie into my mouth. <laughs> I like that in one. pumpkin pie quantities, like really, a whole pie. I don't really like pumpkin pie. Does that That's make me fine. weird? Yeah, yeah. But it's like, like saying I don't like pie. Oh, I love. Like, pie. I love pie. What I got, pie don't I like? None. Literally, the only pie I don't like is pumpkin. I, really? No. I just don't give like me the, pumpkin pie. Give me cherry pie. Give me apple pie. Give me chicken pot pie. Mince meat pie. Sure, probably shepherd's pie. Ugh. I don't. Shepherd's pie is not a pie. It's, it doesn't mm. have a crust. Okay, what, yes, kind of, what kind of weird shepherd's pie have you guys had? What's Shepherd in the shepherd's pie? With what's the shepherd's pie you've eaten? Like, it's, what's in it? It's meat and potatoes and stuff and vegetables and things. Then you can put a crust on top of it and make an actual pie out of it. I bet you I'd like it better that way. My mom made it and it was just yeah. like, it, there to was me, no shepherd's crust. pie is like a chicken pot pie, but less gravy and more yeah. like, I don't I, know. I, I would not have considered shepherd's pie a pie and it's gross. It has pie in the name. Yeah. I like shepherd's pie. Yeah, it's real gross. Or is your mom shepherd's pie gross? It could be. Uh, I've never had another yeah. one, so uh, maybe. Um, yeah, I don't like pumpkin pie's texture, but besides that, I love all pie. Um, you put enough whipped cream on it. Yeah, it just, it's it's kind of mealy to me. I don't I like it. You know, I love pumpkin cheesecake, though. Pumpkin cheesecake's mm-hmm. dope. Pudding um, pie? Yeah, I like I like I like pumpkin as a flavor. I just don't like pumpkin pie. Um, I think my favorite part about fall is my favorite fall tradition is shorts and hoodies. Is that sure? I was gonna say I like layering up. I like as long as they're not sweat shorts. Yeah, yeah. no, I've, your sweat shorts I have never years. worn sweat shorts in my entire life. I'm a dad. I wear cargo pants. Um, Sorry, they're Adam. so utilitarian. They're so it's great. I can carry they're so much terrible. stuff. They're the worst. I can fit an entire. I don't sweater. have the zippers. I used to wear. Exclusively like cargo shorts, you would. I I know I you did. Would. You're way cuter than I am, Adam. Though I can't pull it off. I mm. um I uh, I can fit a Nintendo Switch in my pocket. Right. <laughs> it's amazing. Is that a Switch in your pocket? <laughs> you know what pisses off my wife more than anything in this world? I don't She's know. like, I Nintendo Switch my my cell phone barely fits in my pocket. Like it's sticking out like four. I'm like, look at this Nintendo Switch. Just when <laughs> you put an iPad in your pocket, uh-huh. you know? oh my God. <laughs> and I can carry two Nintendo Switches and still have room for sixteen and cell my phones. Keys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I love fall. Fall is absolutely yeah. my favorite season. I love Halloween. Um, I love it getting I get cooler. To, I get to make lefse soon. That's a tradition we have in the mm. fall is making lefse for Thanksgiving. Lefse is dope. I don't, what is that? It's uh, like a Norwegian potato tortilla, kind of. You put some kind of buttery, sugary oh, okay. stuff in the middle. Yeah, you can put butter and sugar on it. You can eat it with lox and Ooh, cream cheese. Nope, you can eat it me. any mm. kinds of 
It's 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 a vessel on which you put the things that you like in your mouth. Okay. Yeah. Lot less is good. I get it at Disney World every once in a while. Nice. Uh, all right, Princess Megan, thank you for that. Joe Coleslaw wants to know, worst trope in horror? Films, games, TV specials, you know, anything. Worst trope. I uh, mean, yes. that's... Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Tropes. All of them? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, hmm. Showing the monster. I, yeah. and, like, jump scares, people are like, jump scares. But I'm like, I actually like jump scares. Oh, I hate jump if scares. That's, if, if I know that's the kind of movie it's going to be, I appreciate a jump scare because I like, I like the... I like that feeling. I like knowing that a movie is that kind of movie, so I just don't watch it. I think you're fun. Um, and like I get it. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not anti jump scare because I think it's a trope. I'm anti jump scare because I'm a little scared man. Wiener. Um, <laughs> like jump scares scare <laughs> the crap out of me. It's just not my thing. Um, I, I think the the probably most awful dated uh, trope in horror movies is people have sex and then immediately get killed by a monster. <laughs> You know, I feel like that's more. I think it's like an eighties trope, nineties trope, trope. I feel like that's more of a tradition now. Yeah, yeah, like, right. It's, it's like, been it, elevated. There are certain rules that you're supposed like they've right. surpassed. I've trope seen and Scream. Rules. I know the like, rules. Yeah, right. And um, I think that that movie was brilliant. And the whole like yeah, the rules are this is. and da 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 that. And then the, just continued a series of following the rules that you're not supposed to do. Yeah. And it was just the Scream I, movies are thing. very good. I did watch Scream recently, and yeah. it is fantastic. I think the thing is, is all of them are good. All four Scream movies. Are I never pretty saw good. the last one. Yeah, I did. Somebody good. absolutely ruined it for me too. When I was bartending in Portland, my old coworker came up and he was like, "So can you believe Scream Four? Blah blah blah, the killer." And I went, <laughs> Thanks, "No, man. I can't believe that because why? I haven't seen it." So. <laughs> Um, Bruce Willis sees dead people, too, by the way. Oh, dude. Hmm. Ruined. Ruined. Um, yeah, that's I don't I don't really have any worse I, tropes. I don't know if I watch enough horror films yeah, I don't either. to to think of all the tropes off the top of my head. Um, I, did, I, just, I guess trends are more of a thing that I think mm-hmm. suck. Like right now, the whole trend with like. Right. Like, oh, paranormal movies or, like, this movie, that kind like, of movies or this, like... Like, even then, like, the paranormal activity movies or the found footage movies, like, yeah, that's a trend and it's annoying. But some of them were... Some of them did all right. I but love like, paranormal activity. The first one was great. Mm-hmm. And the, the the marked ones was a lot of fun, too. But it was paranormal activity the marked Yeah. One of the last ones. But this whole trend of movies like Mother, The Witch, um... <laughs> Uh, what's the hereditary uh, midsummer where there are these super artsy, intense and super cerebral horror movies where it's like it, it, it almost makes me feel like the director's going, look how smart and interesting I am with this that I just gave you on screen. I've literally like, only heard of one of those movies. Really? Two of those are on my watch list. So. Yeah. yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I liked, first of all, mother just hot garbage. I've heard I've heard both ways on it's, that one. You're yeah. either you really really get it or you really really don't. Um, Hereditary, I actually liked Hereditary. Yeah, that's, a I lot. really want to watch that and Midsummer. It is messed up, super messed up. But I feel like if I go see Midsummer or if I've like in I've seen The Witch, I feel like Hereditary and The Witch are the same style of movie where it's this real heady kind of. I don't know. I, I like movies that challenge my thinking and challenge the way, you know, I interpret what I'm seeing. Like, that's cool. But I, I, but I, I just stop making those. Give me some really good jump scare yeah. shit. See, I, I kind of, I think I might lean more the other way. Okay. Uh, well, see, this is why we can be, have an interesting yeah. show. Um, I don't know. Because not that it's really 
a traditional horror movie in any sense, but I've had a very good conversation with one of my friends who's very into horror movies, but we were talking about Eyes Wide Shut being probably, to me, one of the scariest horror movies. Um, not that it's what you'd think of as a traditional horror movie, but it's a it's a real-life person, more or less, that Tom Cruise can be a real-life person, um, but who has found himself in a like a failing marriage and seeks something and gets himself into some like real tr- like the everything is so real in that movie mm-hmm. and it's very scary um to be this this person in this place full of these people that know that you're like this intruder in their in their in their space and you have no idea who they are right and it's very it, it's you know very what's scary. scary about eyes wide shut is uh, like Tom Cruise spent an hour and a half trying to get laid in that movie, and if Tom Cruise can't get laid, what chance does anyone else yeah. have? There is that. It's fantastic. I had a too. strong dislike for that movie. <laughs> Wasn't it? It was that was Kubrick's last one he actually yeah, directed, yeah. and then AI was when he started, but Spielberg finished. Yeah, it. it's a movie that I think I need to like watch again because man, when I finished that movie, both me and my wife were both like, Ugh, "How do uh, I get that hour and a half back?" I also find it interesting. One is like two and a half hours. And Whatever. It's still one of my favorite. That, that maybe made it worse. <laughs> All right, Joe Coleslaw, thank you for the questions. Final question from Mansock's most important question of the week. In a cute fight between Gus and Dart, who would win? The it, best answer in the, the Discord would end. Just like their their cuteness uh-huh. team would just. I want to introduce them because yeah. Dart loves kitties. Yeah, I know. I've just seen them lick cats, so <laughs> like, they would get along. Great. Oh yeah, Dart would be. Another one? Yeah. You're smaller than Jumbo. Actually, every cat I've ever seen is smaller than Jumbo, so that's yeah. not a surprise. But anyway, nice, nice to I'm meet curious. you, friend. He's, he really wants to play, like, because we adopted my brother's cat as well. So, and Gus really wants to play with the cat, but the cat doesn't want to play with him. So I'm wondering if he would transfer that energy to a dog that would wants to play rather than uh, my brother's dog that wanted to get the kitty. Like, mm-hmm. that was his instinct because he. Like, oh, I'm obsessed with this cat. I'm going to get it. Whereas your dog's like, I'm just going to lick that cat. So <laughs> they'd probably just like go play together in the field and it would mm-hmm. be adorable. Two things. Um, the best answer in the Discord was the world wins when they have a cute off because it would just be adorable. <laughs> Second, I want to know why no one thinks that my adorable, growly, angry, disabled dog is as cute. He's adorable, dang it. He is pretty adorable, even with the snarling teeth. <laughs> I mean, he's super cute to look at just from a distance. Don't touch yeah, him. It's like Real cute. Like, you can even touch him because he's all just growl. He's all, it's all, it's all growl. It's all a show. But he's... He's super cute, though, from a distance when he's and not Man paying Sox attention to you. Man is your longtime friend. Like, he totally left your dog out of this. Yeah. I think you need to reevaluate your Man friendship Sox with him. right now is dog-sitting an adorable dog, though. Oh, my God. That dog is so cute. Mm. Anyway. Good job. So, yeah, that's the answer. Nobody would win. Or everybody Nobody would win. win. Everybody wins. No, because you would have, because who would win? Nobody. Because mm. there wouldn't be a winner between those two. Nobody okay. would win. Yeah. And everybody would be sad. Or would they not? I don't know. I don't know. Ah, existential crisis. Thanks, man, Socks. All right, if you have questions for us, make sure you hit us up in our Discord. We have a whole channel dedicated to that. Or you can Facebook us, Twitter us, Instagram us, whatever. All the things. All right, right, let's wrap it up because I have to get home, change, and get back downtown. Um, Cheap free games this week over on the Epic Games Store, Observer. Which I think I have somewhere. Yeah, I do too. It's supposed to be really good. It's a horror game from the f- team Blooper, Blooper, oh. the folks that made um, Lots of Layers mistakes of Fear. In the game. Yeah, it's supposed okay, to be really good. Uh, also, Alan Wake's American Nightmare. Is this an expansion? 
I, I believe it's a. Mm, or is it a standalone? I think I think American Nightmare may have been like the <laughs> game of the year edition, like it included the game plus okay. the DLC. But I'm not like don't quote me on that. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, that's over on the Epic Game Store, and right now on Humble Bundle, if you go to bitemepodcast.com/humble and take a look at the latest Humble Bundles, you will find things like Postmodern. Yeah, this is cool. It's got some just a couple of fun things in it. For a buck, you can get Thomas was alone, which is a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend that. Um, and then the the like pay what your the averages contains uh, the Stanley Parable, which is also very good. For fifteen bucks, you can get Catherine. But like, good. yeah, but like if you're gonna play Catherine these days, play the HD version that just came out. It's it's been it, like it looks better, and they've done a lot of gameplay improvements. So. Um, the second set we have here is actually, we don't need to go into each of these, but if you've ever wanted to do like your own game development, there is a make your own card game bundle that has a lot of tools that you do, you need to make, uh, like your own, uh, computer based card game. Um, there's, uh, one that, uh, can get you a really cheap version of RPG Maker if you've ever wanted to make like a JRPG style game, um, relatively easily without needing a lot of code. Um, and then also a, uh, developing your own games, uh, book bundle from Springer Books, uh, which is, I think, A Press, uh, that has a bunch of stuff on Unity and how to make video games and that kind of stuff. So if that's your jam, there are three different bundles right now with game development stuff in it. Very cool. Yeah. Just head to bitemepodcast.com slash humble and you will be taken right to that link and you can make a purchase through there. And if you haven't subscribed to the Humble Bundle uh, monthly subscription, you should do that because right now you can unlock, wait a minute, Call of Duty, Call World, of Duty War World War II, and, uh, uh, the Crash Spyro Bandicoot. And Crash. Yes. Uh, why are you interrupting me and, and stealing Because I know. Freaking Thunder Man. Because I know what I it is. I know the word too. I just couldn't remember the name. I know it. Um, all right. So that's it for our show this week. Thank you for checking us out. Make sure you head to bitemepodcast.com. Uh, hit all the links there for all the fun stuff like our Discord, like our Patreon, like our Extra Life team, and our Humble Bundle affiliate link. That's bytemepodcast.com. Follow us on all the socials at Bite Me Podcast. I am on most of the socials and on uh, Xbox and Google Stadia as not good gamer, oh. not good G A Y M E R. Uh, I'm actually trying to get our uh, Bite Me Podcast Twitch. Uh, channel affiliated before Extra Life, so we can do uh, like accept bits and accept subscriptions as part of our donation drive. Um, I'm getting there, um, but I'll probably be streaming Friday, Saturday, Sunday this weekend. So Friday night and then Saturday and Sunday mornings, early our time, but like nine o'clock Eastern time. So if you can, can stream, you can stream anything you want. It doesn't have to be video games, correct? Yeah. I'm going to set up a camera and, and, and live stream me putting a toilet and uh, floors in my bathroom. You bathrooms. absolutely should, IRL. Yeah. But anyways, if you it's can come out... It's going to be a very mature-rated stream, stream yeah. because I'll be swearing a whole lot. Yeah. Um, if you can come out <laughs> for those streams, that would be great because you do have to have more than three average viewers in order to get that affiliate status. So check those out. Um, I did want to throw a couple thanks out real fast, too, um, as part of our extra live stream. Uh, thanks to Liquid Bit LLC. They are the people that make uh, Killer Queen Black, who gave us a code so we can play that game on our extra live stream. Uh, thanks to uh, his guy named Mike. His Twitter handle is Quack Mike. He has a game called CD Run that I played at the Seattle Indies Expo last year that we're going to play. It's a ton of fun. He gives a key for that, too. And uh, finally, a shout out to uh, Warped Core Studio, who have a game called Aqua Lunge that we're going to play during Extra Life. So thanks to those guys. Nice. All right, that is it. Thank you for listening. We will see you back next week for episode 152. Yes. All right. Until then. Wait.